On this episode of Locked on Lightning, we discuss one of the comments from today's media day that really, really irked me. I'll talk about all of that more, but first, let's play that music. You're Locked on Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Tanker. And on today's episode of Locked On Lightning, Today, it's a little different. You know, I had some stuff planned out that I wanted to talk about, but today was media day and we are 20 days away from opening night. The Tampa Bay Lightning, of course, will be opening up the season on the road on Broadway against the New York Rangers, the team that they defeated in the Eastern Conference Finals last playoffs. And, you know, media day is supposed to be a fun thing, supposed to be very exciting, supposed to build anticipation and excitement around the team as training camp begins and 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 you see some new faces coming in you see some of the 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 old faces the faces that we are are used to on this team and a lot of things were said you know we had interviews with with Steven Stamkos uh uh GM Julian Breeze boss was was talking to the media as well uh and and you got to see some behind the scenes stuff. So it's pretty cool to have that and, and be exposed to that. Uh, but on today's episode, I want to discuss what Julian Breezeboss said, uh, a, a statement that really stuck out to me that, you know, obviously the, the, the lightning social media, they, they posted it out. They, you know, when they, when they have this kind of stuff, they, they, they have the video and everything and, and, you know, it's great. And the quote and, and the quote that they chose to stick out was, you know, obviously it, it's a positive statement. Um, it's something that obviously you want to, to get out there to build to build excitement around the team. And, and the statement, what I'm talking about, is, it was Brief Boss said, I look at our potential roster and it has the makings of a really good team. Now, my question my my first thought that came to mind was does Breeze Boss not think that this is a particularly good team? Does he think that this team is, you know, right now on paper, you know, if we're comparing, if we're looking at this roster right now, um, and if you want to follow along with me, just go on the Lightning website, look at the roster right now, or you could look on, on, <clears throat> You could look on daily faceoff and look at the line combinations. That's probably an easier way to kind of look at it, so we could break down each list, each line, uh, which we've done before on this show. But if you're looking at this team now, because that you know, a lot has been spoken about this past offseason, this 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 summer about the really unf- really lack there of moves that the lightning have made. They have been made. Uh, there have been moves that have been made here and there, but not like some, not crazy moves or big time signing at like, like last year, lightning signed Corey Perry, which, you know, make no mistake about it. And we saw it pay off during the regular season in the playoffs. That was a big signing. Uh, it may not have been in time and maybe, 
down the road, we'll look at maybe Nemestikov as being a big signing or Ian Cole, who knows, maybe he'll have a big year. But that's what brings me to my point. Does maybe Breeze Boss think that this team is, compared to past Lightning teams, not up to snuff? And, and if and let us know here at Lockdown Lightning what you think about this team. Uh, let us know in the comments below. We're on YouTube as well as let us know on our social media pages. Uh, uh, our handles are at the bottom of the screen, LO underscore lightning on Twitter, as well as locked on underscore lightning on Instagram. And my opinion on this team right at the moment, and we'll have to see, you know, really we're not going to see anything in my opinion, that would give us any indication that maybe this team is undervalued or overvalued during preseason um, because not everyone's going to play uh, an adequate time on the ice. So you're really not going to see much. It's just really more of an exercise for guys to get out there, get in game speed, uh, and go out there and hit someone other than their teammate. And my opinion on this Lightning team right now is that if – if we're looking, if we're comparing them to not only the other teams in the Atlantic Division, uh, I still think they're that they are a top three team. And if you want, if you're curious about what the Atlantic Division is going to look like, we do have a feature running on the YouTube channel as well as on our audio pages on Spotify, wherever audio is, uh, whatever platform, Bust Out Podcast. We are there. Uh, we are have been discussing and continuing to discuss. Uh, the the rivals in the Atlantic Division that the Lightning will be facing off once again this season. How do they hold up against these teams? Uh, we just recently, this past a uh, couple of days ago, had the guys from Locked On Centers on the show. Uh, it was great having that. And you know, when you look at this Lightning team and and you compare them against the Atlantic Division, I still think that the Lightning are a top three team because of what the other teams in the division where they're at right now. Uh, we all know that Florida is going to be Florida. Uh, they obviously with the addition of Matthew Kachuk this off season. Uh, and, and they're, they seem like a team who is set bent on redemption and could potentially, maybe we'll see, you know, I'm not, I'm not touting them up. I'm just saying, you know, looking from a lightning perspective, uh, after the season they had could potentially turn it around in a manner that was similar to the lightning after their collapse to Columbus. And then of course, all we know rallying off uh, two straight Stanley cups and three consecutive Stanley cup final appearances. So who knows what those guys, uh, Toronto Maple Leafs, you know, we'll talk about it more on the feature when we, when we uh, put up the, the feature on the Maple Leafs, uh, the review of them, I think that they're going to have a little bit of a setback year. I don't think uh, it's going to be that much of a difference. I, I still think regardless of you know how Tampa plays or how Toronto plays. Uh, and, and the case was made last year as well. I mean, you could have changed these two teams, two and three, and it really wouldn't have made much of a difference. Uh, so you look at it that way. Um, and then you have the other teams below them. I, I don't think any of those teams are – going to make a, a real threat towards Tampa. Uh, but at the same time, Tampa, the Tampa Bay Lightning are the master of their own destiny. You know, we can't 
look at this Tampa team at certain points during the regular season and think, well, you know what? They're not playing up to where we think or actually should or want them be playing. Um, so, you know, we're going to try and, well, at least the other teams in the division are not, you know, as good, you know, the lightning did get away with that last season. Um, thankfully, you know, because of Boston wasn't really the, the regular Boston Bruins that we're used to seeing. And, you know, that could also be a factor as well this year. I don't think Boston is going to be, I, I think we're going to start to see more of a dip in their play. You know, they're an old core here and, you know, some of the players on the team uh, and you could go back to the feature on Boston uh, that we did earlier. And I, I, I just don't think that they're the big bad Bruins anymore. Um, especially with all the talk now in the offseason that, you know, David Pasternak might be out the door sooner rather than later, uh, which I still think would be a very bad move on their part. But other than that, you have the Red Wings, you have the Senators, and then, you know, those two teams, you know, barring some magical season from either of them or some overperforming performing, I don't think that they're going to threaten for that third spot in the division. Uh, you know, they might be there. They might be maybe four or five games out of it, you know, as we get to the finish line. But I don't think it's going to be a serious thing. But like I said, I don't believe – really, I don't think that this team – this Tampa team is as good as years past. You know, I think in that statement that Reese boss made was more. So I think really what the, the, the undertone meaning to that was that, you know, where they're a good team, you know, they don't, but at the same time, uh, I don't expect it to show within the first couple of weeks or even months. Um, so we'll have, and that's why I emphasized on past episodes that, uh, how important it really is for this Tampa team to get off to a fast start. And we'll talk about more about this over the course of the episode. Uh, I really want to dive deep into this because I think it really warrants a very long discussion on it. And we'll talk about it as the weeks progress, as we get closer and closer to October 11th, uh, only 20 days away. And really, you know, it's in a way nerve wracking, but exciting because, you know, one or two things could happen. We could see a little bit of a setback year, uh, whether it be because of talent, lack there of talent, or because of maybe some, uh, a lot of the players on this team have accumulated a lot of miles uh, from these playoff runs over the last couple of years. Uh, so we'll see. We'll, we'll talk about it more as we progress over this episode. But first, I want to talk about today's sponsor, and that is BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest sports uh, football league developments, game matchups, news, and podcasts, including this year's opening week games. The fa- And BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way. Check out all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. So before we get into anything more about this, I just want to thank everybody for making us your first listen of today. If you're watching us on YouTube, uh, thank you for making us your first watch of the day. 
And make sure to like and subscribe to the pod on social media and also as well if you're listening to us on an audio platform or on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Leave us a comment below. Let us know what you think about this Lightning team because, like I said, it it really warrants a, a thorough conversation and examination of what we have in front of us, the product that is going to be on the ice uh, in the coming weeks. Like I said, I don't think that we should place too much stake in what will happen in preseason. Uh, a lot of these guys are not going to play, if at all. We might see some limited ice time here and there uh, during certain moments in the games. I don't think Vassie's really going to play much. I, I, If I had to guess the over-under on amount of games that Vasilevsky will play in the preseason, I th- I think it would be two. I think two is a good number. I think I think even – and I think in even two of those games, I think maybe he plays two periods tops. You know, I, I, I don't see a reason as to why. I mean, really, you know, Vazzy's a professional. He's a vet. He's a vet. You know what you're going to get out of him. And you know he's going to come prepared once opening night rolls around. So really no need to throw him out there, especially with all the games that he has played over the last couple of years. No need at all for that. So uh, really this preseason is is more so, I think, going to be more of an exercise for for John Cooper to, to throw out some of the younger guys out there, see what you could get out of them, see how they gel together on the ice. In, in a game that sort of means something. And when I mean that, it, you know, obviously these in the grand scheme of things, they don't mean anything, you know, they're preseason games. But I think these games are going to mean something to guys that are fighting for that last roster spot that don't want to go up to Syracuse. Guys like an Andre Barre-Boulay, Alex Barre-Boulay, excuse me. I, I uh, And if you've listened to this show a long time, I am a huge Barre-Boulay fan. I think that he is NHL ready. I think he deserves a spot on this team. Uh, whether it be on the fourth line, you know, whether you, you cho- John Cooper chooses to scratch someone one night. Um, I, I think uh, Barry Boulay with enough ice time could even potentially go on that third spot, challenge Nemestikov uh, for a place or at least, you know, force John Cooper's hand to, to split up uh, playing time between those guys. So we'll see. But yeah, looking at this Tampa team, you know, now we spoke in the first half of the show about how they stack up against the Atlantic Division now, but here's the thing. How do they stack up against the rest of the Eastern Conference? Because, listen, I don't care about the, the Western Conference at all. I, I It really doesn't mean anything to me. You know, a lot of people say, you know, a lot of people like to think and, and look at that as well. You know, that could be potentially somebody that we're playing. We And we heard that conversation be made last year he had last year with with um with 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 uh you know Colorado in, in the two meetings that these two teams play but um yeah I I don't I don't look at that because quite frankly and this might seem a little blasphemous to, to some lightning fans out there I I firmly believe and this might be a good thing for the guys uh, the core group um that I don't believe that the Lightning will make it to the Eastern Conference Finals this year. Um, solely based off the talent, now chips might fall in their favor as the season 
goes forward. Uh, you might, you know, and you never want to wish this on anyone, but you might have some teams in the Eastern Conference that might, their top players might get hurt uh, or they, you know, they're, or they might just not have it. You know, there, there's teams that always have a ton of talent. Uh, they just are never able to get it together. Uh, we've seen it in the past where you, you have a bunch of teams that are, uh, have all these very good players on them and they just can't get it together. Uh, but who knows, you know, maybe the lightning will be able to, to, to get on a good run heading into the playoffs and take down some teams, some, some very good teams along the way. So looking at the Eastern conference, now I'm going off last year's standings and I'm just going to run it down. Uh, I stated before that Florida, I think that they, they, they're going to stay in the same spot. They're going to be a very good team this year. I would expect them to finish first in the, in the Atlantic division. And then once again, challenge for the, pre, uh, at least not challenge for the president's trophy. I think Colorado's got that, uh, in the bag this year. Uh, I would think that, you know, at least Florida, the expectations there would be that they finish in the top three in the Eastern conference, uh, just so that. You know, they have that top spot. They have that confidence going in. Uh, looking at Carolina, Carolina is one of those teams where, and, and I've said this on past episodes, I said this last year, I said this the year before, uh, even in the playoffs when the Lightning played them. Carolina, they go out there, they play an exciting game. Uh, they, they're they're very fast starters. Um. But to me, they don't really have one player on that team that, especially in a best of seven, that scares me. You know, Toronto, we had Matthews uh, with Pittsburgh. You know, you have Crosby going out there and and rifling off a a couple of goals or points a night. Uh, Even with the Rangers, you had had Panarin, uh, you had Kreider, guys like that. Uh, But... But Carolina doesn't scare me at all. Um, off the top of my head, I don't know what their roster looks like, but if it's anything resembling what last year last year was or similar to what last year's roster was or just the makeup of that team, I would imagine, yes, they're, they're going to go out there. They're going to play a fast game, fast and physical game in that Metropolitan Division. I think that, yeah, if they finish in the top of that division, great, great for them. But I think playing in the Metropolitan Division has its disadvantages because you have so many competitive teams in there that play, in my opinion, similar games to where it wears them down over the course of the season. And and we we all know, we saw it during the year going into Columbus. Um, we, we saw it last year with Florida uh, that, that teams playing at that high level will eventually hit a wall all season long. You can't be going 100 miles per hour all season long and expect that to carry over into the playoffs and not have some sort of consequence, you know, whether it be physically or mentally. And we, we've seen that in both those instances. And we saw it last year as well with Carolina. Moving down to Toronto, uh, I stated before earlier in the episode, I don't think Toronto is a team that particularly scares me. I, I think that they will make the playoffs. I if they if Toronto misses the playoffs, I, I I think that the the a the hockey world will will celebrate in in unison. Uh, but at the same time, I I would be shocked with the amount of talent on this team and just the 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 amount of pressure 
on for this team to succeed. Um, I don't think that they're a team that really is still scary because listen, they, they have this collection of they have a huge collection of talent. Um, everybody knows that you could just tell, but at the same time, uh, they have not done anything to prove themselves worthy or to allow people to think otherwise in terms of whether or not they are a good team or a dangerous team and how they stack against the lightning. I really think that Tampa will be able to hold their own. I think Tampa has that veteran leadership and that experience that always plays into their favor. And I think that's the thing that will allow Tampa to collect a lot of points over the course of the season. Uh, I do expect them to get off to a little bit of a rough start. Uh, not, not, a, not dig themselves a hole to where they won't be able to get out, but I believe they'll be able to keep themselves uh, in the mix uh, for a playoff spot. And even that third spot in, or even that second spot in the Atlantic division. So I, and I think that will allow them the experience to, to outlast teams, teams like a Carolina, like a Toronto over the course of the season um, and be able to steal wins uh, here and there. Now looking down below uh, in the fourth spot from last year in the Eastern conference finals, that's the New York Rangers. Uh, Everybody knows now that they, they have a a huge collection of young talent uh, and probably still more, in the the minor leagues just waiting to come up uh and and really i don't know i with with the rangers they're an interesting team and and we're going to be able to see what they're like on opening night against tampa i i just think that they are a team that i think for a young team like this yeah you you have Kreider, you have the panarins you have the zabanajevs uh you you have the foxes you have a, a very good core group of guys on that team that is going to be able to do a lot of positive things for you that are going to be able to go out there and give you a chance to win. And then obviously you have Igor Shosturkin, uh, who a lot of people, which I still don't agree with. I mean, it was, it was one year. Yes. He won the Vezina last year and congrats to him. He had a fantastic season, but I'm not convinced that, you know, still, I still think that this league is Vasilevsky's league in terms of being the best goaltender in the national hockey league. But I don't, I'm not fully convinced that that the Rangers are going to be as successful this year. Now, we saw what happened. They took the league, you know, by storm in terms of surprising a lot of everybody, a lot of people, uh, including myself. And and they played Tampa very well in that Eastern Conference Finals. But I think they're going to have a little bit of a hangover. I think Tampa, like I stated before, has the edge when it comes to experience. Uh, you have a lot of guys who. You know, and, and and I stated on the last episode with the guys from from the Senators podcast that I think that losing in the Stanley Cup Final, yes, as much as it burned in the moment, and as you know, you look at certain moments from that Stanley Cup Final where you think you know they could have capitalized here, Tampa could have taken the advantage here. I still think that that was one of the best things that could have potentially happened towards Tampa and towards some of the players on this team because it gave them the opportunity to go back into the lab in the off season. And, and really re-examine, you know, maybe some of the things that they were doing that they were getting away with over the last couple of years and that teams were able to exploit this season. So I think that Tampa, and, and like I said, we'll see in the first game of the season against New York, I think Tampa will be able to win that game out. It, I think it will be a little bit of a slow start for the Bolts uh, out of the gates against the Rangers at MSG, but I think in the long run, I think that the guys will be able to stay composed because, you know, that that Rangers team will come out flying 
uh, and motivated to, to get off on the right foot against the team that knocked them out um, from potentially going to the Stanley Cup final. So looking at, and I'm not going to go through all of them. I'm going to look at, I'm going to look at two more teams. Um, Pittsburgh, they're a team that, you know, they, they, they constantly replenish every year. Uh, and they, they always, you could always rely on them to make a very good move, little small moves here and there at the trade deadline. Um, so, you know, I wouldn't be surprised, uh, you know, really, I, I'm going to say it this way. Pittsburgh, they're never really out until they're out. Um, you know, I, I think that I will never sleep on them until uh, they don't make the playoffs or Sidney Crosby's not there. That's it. I've said it. That's how I view them. Um, yeah, their goaltending situation's a little strange right now, um, but I still expect them to make the playoffs. And they do have that experience and that veteran leadership similar to Tampa. And I think that they will be a tough team to, to go up against. Uh, in the Eastern Conference. And last but not least, one last team I want to look at real quick that I haven't spoken about, and that is the Washington Capitals. Now, they were a team, 100 points last season. Uh, Really, their offense revolves around Alexander Ovechkin. Um, Always has been. Uh, That's, in my opinion, the reason why they've only been able to win one cup in his time there. not a lot of diversity in their offensive tack. Um, you know, a little bit of a strange situation again with their goaltending. Um, and we'll see. We'll see if this 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 Capitals team is going to really show their age uh, this season. I think that Columbus will make a step. Obviously, they have Johnny Gurdow and Patrick Laine now. So, you know, I would expect maybe Columbus to get that last playoff spot. Um, I think Boston will still make the still make the playoffs this year uh but i think it'll have to be through a wild card spot but yeah a lot of talent in the eastern conference up and down except for maybe a handful of teams at the bottom i think that detroit will be competitive this year just like ottawa uh i think new jersey will 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 take a step forward this year uh philly question mark right now not entirely sure what they're going to be like the islanders uh, probably one of the worst off seasons that i have seen in quite some time um, for them. So I don't expect them to do much of anything. Who knows? I mean, they also had a rough start to their season last year. So, you know what? The Eastern Conference, it's going to be a lot of fun this season. And I expect Tampa to be in the thick of things uh, from day one till till game 82. Wrapping things up here on the show, just once again, thank you to everybody who has subscribed to the pod. Please go ahead and drop us a comment. Uh, let us know where do you expect Tampa Bay to finish in the Eastern Conference standings this year? Where do you expect the Bolts to finish in the Atlantic Division standings this year? Do you think it's a third place spot for them in the division? Do you think they're going to take a step up in second? Or do you think they're going to finish in that last wild card spot? Um, so please go ahead and drop that. And once again, please go ahead and subscribe to the pod. Uh, if you haven't already, so, uh, and please go ahead and give us a follow on our social media pages at L underscore lightning on Twitter, as well as locked on underscore lightning on Instagram. So that's been it for today's episode of locked on lightning. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.